All right. Welcome to the Roaring Reaction and uh, Coach's Cliff Notes. I'm your host, Brandon Harriet, with the whole crew uh, this week. Everybody had something to say about this game. I got with me Justin Lacey down in Cincinnati. I also have Chase Younts and Tim Lyons joining us here. Uh, what's going on, fellas? I'm guessing no one's throwing a party right now. Pity party. I wanted, to, I wanted to light this cigar up today because we finally got over the hurdle of beating Cleveland in Cleveland. But you see it's still – I don't know if anybody's watching the Still the wrapper. This is still unwrapped. So I got to sit back and wait until we get a nice, comfortable win before I can light that whole cigar. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you're catching us uh, on Spotify, Apple, um, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, share with some friends. Uh, we're going to keep this one nice and short. The roaring reactions are just our first kind of reactions to the game. Um, and, and we'll go over some coaches' cliff notes uh, to start off things real quick. Uh, for those of you who didn't see the coaches, and Burroughs press conference after the game. Um, I'll, I'll touch on it real quick. And if anybody's got anything to say, they can. I don't think this is going to be a very long uh, subject for us because the live feed was crap. Um, uh, I watched it on, you know, the Bengals live feed and uh, it was hard to hear. Uh, then it was cutting out. Um, you know, Taylor was just dismissive. Doesn't, didn't answer much, uh, even more coach speak than you hear. Uh, he did say that he saw some good things from the offense. I don't know what game he was watching. Um, and I don't know why what he saw there he didn't go back to, foreshadowing. Um, but, uh, you know, they cut out partway through. Uh, then Burrow came on, and he was – reminded me a lot of the old uh, R-E-L-A-X – reaction from Aaron Rodgers he you know he said look it's game one we we had some mistakes there's things we got to learn from we'll be fine we'll get it figured out and we'll go forward uh but when they started getting into other questions about you know it being reoccurring um again the feed cut out uh, a little convenient on that one but um unfortunately we're probably going to have to see that probably come up in one of our other shows uh, when I'm able to actually see if there there was more footage out there from someone else that I can find the recording from. But uh, with that said, we'll get into our roaring reactions, and we'll start it off because I know you got some opinions. I know you don't hold no punches. Justin, what you got for us? I'm going Friday ass up today. That was embarrassing. It was a very uninspiring performance, more specifically on offense. They played completely unprepared. They felt like they were overmatched when they were playing against their defensive front. Um, I, I I couldn't have been more disappointed in a game to open up a season, especially with high expectation of going to the Super Bowl, feeling like you're going to be the team that's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl and win it this time. I'm actually going to, because I know we're going to have a lot of opinions, so I'm not going to go too much longer to rant, but we all as Bagel fans love Joe Burrow. Uh, you know, same here. We were very happy that he had signed that contract and that extension to just to have a huge weight lifted off the fan base shoulders and his, I'm assuming, as well, too. And this, the city was able to breathe a collective sigh of relief only to go out there and put an egg of a performance like that. You laid a rotten egg, Joe. I love you, my guy, but I'm going to have to stare directly at you on this one. 
because you showed no creativity on offense. You were throwing ducks. I get it. The weather was bad, but the other team had to deal with the other thing, too. Um, for some reason, it just feels to me that Joe let the Cleveland Browns pass rush gets into his psyche a little bit more than other teams with even better pass rushing units. I understand Miles Garrett. He's an all pro caliber player and he is he is amazing at what he does. But when you think about the context of the game, he had the one sack on the fourth down and tip deep in the old territory, which was stupid for them to even go for for at that point at that mm -hmm. time. The offensive line, in my estimation, did not play as nearly as bad as what people think that they did. It also just kept on feeling like you never truly established a run and that Joe Burrow just wanted to operate out of empty to show that, hey, my receivers can beat your corners any day instead of taking what the defense was giving you. The Cleveland Browns secondary, I give them credit. They locked things down, and I respect that. But, Joe, I have to understand, like, this was the worst performance I've seen. This one felt worse yeah, than he, Halloween. He threw bad balls. Last. He threw, he he threw, threw quite a bit of bad balls. balls. And it looked it, like water it, might be his kryptonite. Yeah, you that know, wet ball, man. Probably more, than, probably more than that. Right? But, like, at the same time, it's like you overthrew guys, you underthrew guys. You had T. Higgins that had seven targets and zero catches. That is unheard of with a receiving trio like this. Irv Smith Jr. did not look nearly as a tight end that we thought he was going to be coming in. But all I blame, all I point to you, Joe. Joe Burrow, I know you're going to bounce back, but this is unacceptable of a performance. And I hope you can put this one, stash it behind you, because you got Baltimore coming in our house next week. And we cannot have a performance like that again, especially yeah. with them looking for revenge for sending them home in the playoffs. Come on now. Yeah, this is me. This, this this game is squarely on Joe's shoulders. There's uh, there's so much blame to go. Oh, my glass is falling off. <laughs> There's so much blame that goes around. <laughs> For those that are watching on YouTube, my, I'm talking so passionately that my glass fell off my face. Uh, there's so much blame to go around, but I personally am going to start it off with, I got to give my quarterback, the one I just gave this lucrative contract, made him the highest paid player in the NFL history so far. You get in the brunt of the blame for now to yep. start this off. Yeah, I agree with you, man. We were looking for a celebration and, uh, you know, we we're pretty high on, on finally getting that contract done. We've talked about it. Um, and, and we're going to dive a little more into that contract on uh, running through the jungle on Wednesday, on Wednesday night, uh, Thursday morning uh, release on podcast. I'm sure Chase will uh, get into it. I'll cut to the chase on your Wednesday morning drive. Um, but, the, you know, it, it was pretty disappointing. But, uh, Tim, did you find any silver lining in, in, in anything you saw as far as watching the game today? You know, today I was watching the game, of course, like all of us was. Um, the defense, passing defense, actually played fairly well. Um, they had, uh, the, I think it was like two or three sacks today. Was, actually, I'm sorry, it was three sacks today against Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, when he was trying to throw the ball, you know, he they weren't letting him complete passes. We should have had a pick, um, but it was dropped. Um, we ended up having, we had one. Yeah, we did have one, but they're talking yeah. about the one that he threw deep when he did. Yeah. You know, they they uh, uh, did that was Cam that Taylor trick. Britt. Yeah, they yeah. tried that trick play and uh, it was broken up by Britt. Um, then they did have that pick by Dax Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah Dax Hill. Hill. I thought pick. I thought him and Nick um, Scott; those were the people I was worried about. I thought they played pretty well. DJ yeah. Turner got in and played well. There were you know Cheeto was going in and out. I thought everybody looked pretty well. I, yeah, yeah, you know, pass defense looked great. You know, they had that forced fumble. 
um, you know, the force and, and the recovery on the fumble. Um, they've played fairly well, but when it came to the actual rush defense, it was non-existent. You know, what can you do, you know, when you got Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns rushing for over 200 yards on us? Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it was non-existent. And that, that was my, you know, that was my takeaways from the defense. And then the bad part of it was, like I said, the rush defense. It was just non-existent. I thought the linebackers played well too. I, I, I just, unfortunately, by the time they were getting uh, running backs down, you were at six, seven yards. And that's, that's tough, man. You either got to get somebody up and fill in those holes or you got to have your front four doing a little more on, the, on that rush defense. But yeah, yeah and I agree. Pass defense was good. You know, and I, and I think for the run, I think a lot for the run defenses, you know, with Nick Chubb, you got to hit him and you got to stop him right there. If you, if you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile on you. And, and, you know, there's like that one tackle, I think. Was you can't Jermaine arm Pratt. tackle him. Yeah, Jermaine Pratt tackled him and rolled over him. And the next, you know, Chubbs. Extra you know, three yards, first down. Extra yep. three yards, first down. So, you know, we got to make sure that we get the tackles, you know, make sure that our run defense shows up. Because next week, even though, you know, J.K. Dobbins is going to be missing next week, we're still going to have to worry about that run against Baltimore. Yep. Yeah, they won't give up on it. They've shown that just because one of their guys is out. Uh, Chase, your roaring reaction. What's the, what, what stands out most to you from this game one, week one at Cleveland, Big L? So um, earlier, our eyes bled, all right? Our eyes bled watching that game. Do you guys want your eyes to bleed a little more? Do you guys want your ears to bleed a little more? So I read Let's a couple go. of these stats. Let's go. Fry them up. Fry them gotcha. up, Chase. Gotcha. All right. So six first downs today for the Bengals total. We had three passing, two rushing, and one penalty first down. Um, anyone want to take a wild guess on what we were for third down today? One for five, I believe. On third down. Was it two, two for, for 15. Five? Two for 15 on third down. Oh, yeah. See, I'm just, what, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. pathetic. Two for, yeah, five times three, 50, there you go. Yeah, two for 15 <laughs> on third down, 54 so if, total plays. If my math, if yeah. my math does me right, that means we have 12 punts? Because we went for it on fourth down once. I believe so, something like that. I mean, I, I don't know at this point, Ugh. but 142 total yards. Um, we had 2.6 yards per play. We had more rushing yards than we had passing. Uh, I believe Nick Chubb ran for more yards than Joe Burrow threw for uh, all this, all this stuff. We all, we all understand this. All right. But, ah, oh, the play calling, man. I mean, we, we averaged around four or five yards a run. You know, it was, you know, early on with Joe Mixon, he had some nice runs, you know, we were able to spread them out and then we were able to, you know, work inside a little bit with the spread out game. We were, you know, getting T, Jamar, and Boyd out in the trip set, Irv Smith or whoever was on the other side, and we were just able to go, you know, man-to-man blocking schemes and have Joe Mixon get through, and he had some nice runs, 22 yards, 12 yards, just stuff like that. And then you guys, you know, you had Chris Evans getting there a little bit, Travion Williams getting there a little bit, four yards here or there, and then you just abandoned it. I just yeah. didn't understand the play call and the start the game. Also, we got, you know, we got a decent drive going, and then it ended up, you know, stalling out. But – I just, I don't know. I just didn't understand not establishing a run game to set up the pass and kind of playing the same way that Cleveland plays the game. You know, it was yeah. the the conditions were not were not good for us today, and I'm not going to use it as an excuse. 
But, you know, we had to run the football today and we had to set it up yeah. and we had to get some easier passing lanes for Joe Burrow to, you know, just make it easier on him since he hasn't played. He hasn't practiced in a long time and everything. So it, it was just really rough. And I think, you know, the lack of involvement or really not the lack of involvement. I don't know how much this was on Joe Burrow or this is on Zach Taylor, you know, third down and four, third down and five. And we were just taking shots. You know, like they they weren't gonna happen. The Browns played us really good one on one. That might, that's more on Joe Burrow than anything. But I just think the play calling with Zach Taylor, like it was just why abandon the run. When you're and and, and you know, to that point, I think when you have two defensive ends like uh, Cleveland has that that do a really good job of getting upfield, yeah. why on a third and four every once in a while throwing a draw? It's you a, weren't yeah, moving it, it, the new, ball. You might as well try it. It neutralizes the great pass rushers and everything. You can run the football effectively. And then, you know, it it, it makes them second-guess themselves. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, try to spy the run or whatever. We're going to get after the quarterback and try to pass. And when we got that interception with Dax Hill, I thought, okay, this this is going to be nice. You know, we're going to get some momentum and everything. We're going to potentially tie the game up, get some points out of it. But you could just tell. Like, yep. we just, just froze in the moment and – you know, and settle for a 51 yard attempt in the rain. That's right. We didn't make that field goal. We missed that field goal too. We missed that one. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to give money Mac any problems for missing a 51 yarder in the rain. I'll I'll be okay with that. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. Like just the play calling in general is just, you know, the lack of creativity was just, and not even creativity. It was was just eye opening. Yeah. yeah, It really was. Cause I, you know, Watching these four o'clock games right now, we're recording this at six o'clock. But watching these four o'clock games, I saw the Patriots go down sixteen to nothing, and then guess what? They're playing in the same conditions as well. They're playing yep. in the rain, and guess what? They just put two back-to-back drives for touchdowns together with Mac Jones and company. That's, yep. That that pisses me off. It's unbelievable. We have the highest-paid quarterback Crazy. in the National Football League. Throw him out there. I get he came off the calf injury, but he's playing, so we're gonna expect a lot out of him. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Zach Taylor, you got all these guys here. I know it's week one. I can't overreact, but oh my gosh, it's, well, it's hard not to say anything. And Chase, I really agree with you. When you, you know, we talked about um, going into the season, key to taking those next steps and always taking a step forward on offense was to get our running game right, not be 21, 29th ranked uh, yep. running game and get that, that yards per carry over four uh, yards a carry. And, and here we were. We had Mixon at 4.3. Yeah. We had. That's- Terrible conditions. We saw Burrow having problems throwing the ball accurately in the rain, and we stopped giving him the ball. Uh, only 13 rushes. And, and one of the things I really liked on the offensive line, I thought uh, uh, Volson looked a little more uh, comfortable on pulls and on traps. Uh, so if you have guards on each side that can trap and maul and do and, and intelligent on top of uh, – you know, nasty cap is just nasty. Wilson oh, yeah, uh, seems to have a little bit of that too. So, so yeah. if you have those, I mean, you just keep, uh, you stay, especially when you see it's not going right. When you see it's going right and you want Burrow to throw the ball 40 yards or uh, 40 times a game plus go for it. But when yeah. you see it's not going right and the running game is don't go for it. But one thing I did see on an offensive line, I wasn't a fan of, and when we went forward on fourth down, you you, you kind of mentioned this earlier. Uh, yeah. Hit my cap to the Cleveland Browns because they put Miles Garrett and they switched him to the other side, put him right over Jonah, and he blew him off the ball. 
Jonah Williams had some issues on right tackle. Um, we 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 know what Orlando Brown is good at. We know that he does like having someone chip on obvious passing downs. So that means no one's over there on Jonah's side. And Jonah struggled a little bit. Um, but you can't not chip Miles Garrett. So you became you kind of got into a, a weird thing there. And and you know, maybe it's not such a bad thing that we didn't get rid of Lel Collins yet. You know, maybe add, that gives us some flexibility. Yeah. If I could add one more thing, I sat yeah. over on my show on, on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, whichever one you guys listen to. Um the one of the main keys to win this game was establishing and winning the line of scrimmage, and we just lost both of those. And Fail. that's the and that's the story of the game. You you lose the line of scrimmage, you get down, and then you got to battle back. And then oh, mother nature happens, rain. We can't throw a ball. We decided to just get away from the run, and now you're losing twenty four to three, and it feels like Halloween night over again. There you go. Yep. This, this well, game felt worse than Halloween, I should say. It, it really felt worse than last year. Really it felt worse than yeah. last year's uh, opener. Well, and I, I think we were pretty high, high going into the game because of the contract getting settled, and here comes yeah. the season and a lot of yeah. expectations. So there's a lot of there's a lot of letdown in that. There is. Um, and, and, and before we wrap this up, um, I'm going to ask you this: one and four record for Zach Taylor. On opening day, week one. So, do you think maybe we should handle off-season, preseason a little bit differently than we have? Because there's been a lot of talk, chatter about you know us not playing our starters. Um, it's one of those between a rock and a hard place. You don't want you want them to be ready, but you don't want them to be injured. Uh, so, I don't I don't know what the correct answer is to that. Um, but Tim, do you have any thoughts on it? You know, my thought is, is I think it would help us a lot, you know, to be able to get those guys, you know, playing together, molding together, you know, like I, like I, like I texted you earlier today, I think we all need to pray during the preseason that Joe Burrow stays healthy so he can get those reps in during the preseason so he can get the, that, that gel going with the rest of the guys. Um, to be able to see how that offensive line is going to work together. Um, do I say that they start, you know, they start, a, you know, yeah, they'll go out there and play one or two series, you know, let them gel together, let them play together. Because we've all been seeing this for the last couple of years is we come out there, we look like crap. rusty. We look rusty. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, I, Joe Burrow, you know, the worst performance I've ever seen. Yeah, by him so far, you know, he didn't even He's, break a hundred. He didn't even break a hundred yards. You know, I give him props. I'll give the Bengals props. We had no turnovers. We had no turnovers. Bizarre. That was great. That that's great. I'm glad we didn't have no turnovers. But we also didn't have any yards. We didn't have any touchdowns. And he threw a lot of balls that were so bad that no one could catch him. Uh, you know, I know, I know the rain was you know a factor. I know it was a factor. You know, I know Joe's. I'm guessing is he still nursing that that calf muscle because he was awfully rubbing that thing a lot during 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 the. Well, I know, think they're going to continue to do that for weeks. I mean, I think that's going to be what they do. Just, but he rolled out to the right and did a jump throw on his right foot and came down and it didn't seem to be any other ballers. I like it's going to be one of those things of concern. 
but I don't think it was an issue, if you would. Well, I just think the issue is, is you know, we we got to get we got to get him healthy during the preseason. Yeah. We got to get him his reps. We got to get him to gel together in the very beginning. You know, I I thought I was playing duck hunt today with with the, yeah. with the footballs they were throwing today. You know, like Chase said, with the run game, you know, it we can continue to work on that run game, get that offense together, that offensive line together. You know, those hog mollies up on front, they're not there for for show. They're yeah. there to block, protect uh-huh. Joe. To you know, for us to get, you know, three to four or five yards of carry, bust out twenty two yard runs like Mixon did today. You know, that's my that's that's my takeaway of what I would love to see preseason to bring let let those starters play a little bit more. Justin, what do you think? What do you think Coach Taylor needs to do something different or we just need to get our head out of our behinds? I think it's just a little bit of overreaction to today's game, uh, to be honest. Every year is a year to year case basis because yes, he's one and four in week one. But he can, you can make the case he could have easily been four and one in those same week one openers. Today was really the only game where they just got out beat. They just got flat out beat on both sides of the ball, really. Yeah. Um, because week one in 2019, Andy Dalton threw for the highest passing yards ever in his Bengal career. If I believe it was uh, 409 yards or something like that, and should have won that game. Only lost by one point on the road at Seattle. Week two, Joe Burrow's rookie year. If it wasn't for an overzealous pass interference call on A.J. Green, that would have been a game-winning touchdown. And then Randy Bullock also pulls his whatever calf muscle yeah, he did and yeah. that chip sharp field goal, which would have yeah, tied it to send it to overtime. And then, in the, and then he does win the game against the Minnesota Vikings. But people say, that, oh, well, he could lost that game. Well, if you watch that game from start to finish, the Vikings had a fight like hell to even try to get to that point, and they still couldn't even compete. And then, obviously, we know what last year's season was, what uh, season opener was with Pittsburgh and the four, five turnovers in that game. But again, you don't miss the extra point. You would have won that game. This was the only game I truly felt like after a certain amount of time, you just you just weren't going to win this game. Cleveland just came to play, and that's, that's exactly what it is. So, no, I'm not going to overreact to, you know, preseason reps and stuff. But what I do want to see is I need to see better improvement in preseason games because I do not need to wait till the last preseason game to get a touchdown pass from a quarterback. I need to see better execution because that tells me that play calling and offense coordinator and quarterback, regardless of your starting quarterbacks in there or not, you're going to play well when the season starts. Chase, what about you? You think we need to do anything different in the preseason or uh, go status quo and just play better? I mean, I agree with, you know, the points that Tim and Justin say, you know, a mixture of both where it's, I think it's an overreaction a bit, you know, uh, with our week one stuff. Like like Justin said, there are a lot of games that we could have won the last couple of years in, in the opening days. But I'll say this, if getting the guys a drive or two in the preseason saves us from watching that shit today, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take playing in the preseason for a drive hey, or two to watch to, to watch whatever the I'm not going to say that to watch whatever that was. I'm I'm still a little boiling right now, but yeah, uh, it's great and, and a great segue to, to my closing comments too. Uh, just so everybody's aware, try to keep this segment of Roaring Reactions, Coach's Cliff Notes, to about 15 minutes, and I knew 
and sent a text message out while I watched that first half to try and be concise because I knew we all yeah. had a bunch we wanted to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was bad. It was ugly, and, and here we are. We're going to be at twenty five minutes. It is what it is. There was a lot to say about what we saw. Uh, it definitely wasn't good. Um, but you know what? On to the next one. Week two, big week against the, against the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to reach out to one of those rat birds and see if we can get them on uh, and do a, do a strange love segment again uh, for Thursday afternoon. Um, but check out Chase Younts. Cut to the chase. Me and Mr. Lacey. And uh, probably your boy Tim Lyons back this week. I didn't know how it was going to go having a Browns guy on uh, for timing-wise. So um, I was like, you know what, set this one out. But I think we can pull it off. I think we've got the good round table. Uh, I just got to shut my gas bag off at some point in time. It is what it is. <laughs> I get a little long-winded. <laughs> but uh, for me, just Lacey, Chase Younce, Tim Lyons, thank you for reach, uh, listening to our Roaring Reactions. And uh, checking us out on Running Through the Jungle, Fans First Sports Network. On to the second game, Bengals. Who day? Ugh.